passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors is everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Poison Rana. First time in a long time, but back like I never left. Taking these things as it comes, you know me, I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything, BDE on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Brayden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and we are live. YouTube.com slash postwrestling. Hello, postmarks. Hello, everyone. Hello, world. Hello, friends. Hello, everyone. Happy Valentine's Day. Yes, happy Valentine's Day. You could be doing anything tonight. But you're with us, and we appreciate you. Yeah, we stayed. Our Valentine's night was uh, we stayed in and watched NXT. Yes, and we're here to talk. I had all nothing about- better to do, to be honest. <laughs> so, uh- I convinced my girlfriend. I said, "Look, Davey really needs me to talk about NXT. <laughs> we could go out the night before. It'll be way more emptier, probably less cheaper. We less could- cheaper." Uh, there was some deals on last night. Cause so like, cheaper, more cheaper. Sorry, yeah, wait, more cheaper. Yeah, yeah. sorry. Uh, still recovering from last night. Uh, then, uh, then again tomorrow. So I was like, look, let me let me podcast. Let me be for the people. Yeah. The people, the streets need me. They need to be us. Here to they need to know NXT. our thoughts on Brooks yeah. Jensen and Keanu yeah. James's date. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I could not let the people down. So we are here to talk about it. So happy Valentine's Day to those out there who celebrate it. Those who don't, but cheap chocolate day tomorrow. We're all of your Valentine's. Exactly. We're here for you. We choose you. Love it. Love it. Yes. I heart you all. Uh, So we're here to talk about some NXT here today. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Uh, You're back from your trip from Cuba. I am. Yes. You talked a little bit about that on Poison Rana. I would advise everyone listen to this. Go check out me and Davey's show, Davey and I's show. Is that right? 
yeah, Dave and my show. Yeah, <laughs> go check out Poison yeah. Rana on our feed, uh, poisonrana.ca for all the links for all the other stuff we do, including all these shows. We have our own feed every Sunday. We do a show. Davey, you're going to be joining John and Way in Montreal this weekend. I will be, yes. So uh, Poison Rana this Sunday is going to be a little different than uh, usual. Um, we we won't necessarily be going live this week, but I will be giving my kind of live reactions to Elimination Chamber and SmackDown from this week, as I will be there in Montreal with Jesse from The Six. Uh, so we'll be recording something and putting it on the Poison Rana feed this Sunday, talking about our experience and... Our thoughts on the, the chamber paper for you. Yeah, so follow that. Follow for that. If you haven't already followed the Poison Rana feed, we gave some predictions for the show. We went into some stuff involving all the, the bloodline and Raw and SmackDown and everything like that. Weekly show on the Poison Rana feed. We got What Up Doe with B, Detroit, and Sino chatting all about some hip-hop video games and everything in between. That's on the free feed. Lots of podcasts over there, including Shot in the Dark, Sino covering everything. Uh, will he talk about Nuff Said? And Alex Riley, say it to my face. Maybe yeah. he will on Shot in the Dark. Listen this week on our Poison Rana feed. So all she the different blew up this week. Sino's tweet Cino about it. Yeah, viral, unfortunately, yeah. unfortunately for Al, like, Poor Alex yeah, Riley. he was doing it to, to to share it. But yeah, damn. Yeah. Hope he's all right. Uh, we need to uh, we need to clip that with the sound bite from Regal talking to him on the December eleventh, two thousand thirteen edition of NXT, where he's going like, oh, you know, you've got to be like. You can't be just good at one thing. You've got to be good at, like, all five things if you're going to be a champion. And Regal goes, is that why you're on commentary, Alex Riley? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a great segue because we don't on- only review NXT now. Current NXT. We have a show called What's Next mm-hmm. and uh, that it was on the last episode. <laughs> William, Regal's, uh, William Regal says that to Riley but then gets in a feud with Cesaro somehow. So yeah. we're in the, we're in the w- weeds of that. Uh, Sami Zayn is a big star going for the title. Bailey, the boss, Sasha Banks. NXT is wild back in the day. So these retro reviews are pretty fun. Uh, plugging away at some pods here to, to let people know. P- Patreon to get that show plus all the other shows this month. It's only five bucks to become a friend. It gives you a full month access plus you can cherry pick through all the other podcasts. It can connect through our RSS to your phone. It's so easy to do and it's only five bucks. Think of there's, there could be one show you really want to hear and it could be five dollars, but then you get access to the whole, all of them. All of including best match ever Stephanie McMahon which we just dropped it last week with Maddie Edwards from uh, Grapple which was a ton of fun giving Stephanie McMahon her flowers speaking of flowers the Poison Rana best top five moments of love that was on the free feed as well so Mm -hmm. so many shows there but go check out our Patreon because next week we're doing a movie that's been asked a lot from our listeners over the past few years and we're finally doing it Uh, who, who did we finally go okay we can do it Emmanuel. Emmanuel, bless you, because he's picked a movie that, uh, well, a lot of people have asked. Like I said, Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring. Somehow, some way, this guy is convincing me to sit down and watch it, and we're going to talk all about it. So that's next week. But I don't, I don't think you need convincing. That it's a, it's a good movie. It's, it's definitely. Great. It's just really long, it but is. It, so is wrestling sometimes. So it's okay. Uh, it's so, the yeah. length of an episode of Raw. So. Pretty, yeah, yeah. And John and Wade do that every Monday. Bless them. Yeah, yeah. Bless their socks. Uh, so yeah, that's a movie that we're going to be doing as well. Um, and then this week, because it's Elimination Chamber, you know what? I'll even put it out tomorrow after we record it. Mm-hmm. We're going to do a retro pay-per-view review looking back at the first ever Elimination Chamber. Probably one of my favorite pay-per-views just of all time maybe. This is an awesome pay-per-view. Like not only do you have that inaugural um, chamber chamber match – 
But you've got a match we have talked about before in our SmackDown 6 best match ever with Wei Ting. Yeah. We've got Los Guerreros versus Edge and Ray versus Kurt Angle and Chris Benoit. What a match. Uh, just classic. Those, all those combinations, uh, back in 2002, 2003, fantastic. But just top to bottom, a really fun card and I can't wait to talk about it. Scott Steiner's WWE debut. Scott Steiner's debut. You've got a, a uh, six-man table elimination With match. Jeff, right before you women's left. street fight. Uh, yeah, man. This so much going Survivor on. Series 2002. So, yeah, we're going to be putting that out this week. And uh, we we hope you uh, check out that show. So, yeah, you get access to that. You get access to all these shows. It's only five bucks. But I'm excited to look back at that pay-per-view and chat all about it. Absolutely. Uh, and then last one, I swear, we did a behind the BDE for our fam mm. members and uh we have some breaking news involving that we may be homeless in a few months maybe uh yeah so behind people the going beat. deja vu wait I've wait this. i've heard this I've heard bit this already before. yeah, yeah. It, it, so did it's we. every two years guys yeah. it happens <laughs> <laughs> so yeah uh check us out patreon.com poisonrana.ca for all the stuff guys but uh yeah it's been it's been a it's been a week so uh what are we uh what are we doing we're gonna be talking about some nxt but we uh we watched the super bowl the other day we did yeah and uh we're not real huge sports guys we can dabble when it's fun Mm. stuff but we prefer the real stuff obviously when it comes to that um but we I, i hung out at your bar while you were working and uh you had some some other friends there and we all hung out and watched the super bowl uh, I had a nice time. I had a great time. Yeah. I wasn't even meant to be working that night, and the bartender was sick, so picked up the shift, and it was fun having you guys all sat at the bar. Um, I thought it was a pretty entertaining game. I'm not crazy into football, but like yeah. I thought the game was really exciting. Uh, halftime show was great. The drinks were good. Uh, the drinks were flowing. The drinks were flowing, and... I won the squares, so I was pretty happy about that. Well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you put you used my name as a cover up, and I won, and everyone thought I won. Yeah. Then I then I slid you the money. You did it all by clean, though. You won. I, yeah. It was legit. Yeah, it was, it was legit. legit. Yeah. Uh, me and you both lost our uh, how long? The how long uh, was the national anthem? Yeah, yeah I got the color of Gatorade wrong as well. <laughs> what color did you pick? I picked blue. It was like a purple, which I think would have been good odds actually. To get that, their their team is like red. The favorite was like yellowy green lime. That color. Don't like the teams drink the same color Gatorade as their jerseys. That That's what sense? I'd have thought. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, it was like a purple Gatorade. <laughs> we were both wearing. It was the uh, no, no, sorry, that's Mountain Dew, isn't it? Yeah, pitch black. Pitch Maybe black. it was. Pitch- yeah, <laughs> that would sting <laughs> if you got that dumped on you. You'd look, end up looking I don't like think Bray Wyatt. Gatorade would feel great on you. No, I, I heard it's really sticky. cold. Yeah, Cold? yeah, 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 um, yeah. I want to try that pitch black thing. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> I haven't had Mountain Dew for a long time. Um, yeah, I liked. Uh, I liked some of. We we got, we're in Canada, so we get some of the commercials, mm. and I th- I thought that was cool. Like finally seeing that damn Flash movie. Like, what's this all about? Finally, show <laughs> us what the hell could be. Could, what could be so good about this that you're risking pretty much a lot of things still putting this movie out with yeah. Ezra Miller, but. It looks pretty good, so I'm probably going to watch it. <laughs> yeah, I'll probably see it. I, I'm behind on movies in general. Like, I, yeah. I still haven't seen Wakanda forever. We oh. now got Ant-Man and the Wasp coming out. I'm falling behind on The Last of Us. Oscar buzz, it's too. Oscar movies I need to watch. Yeah, yeah. I, I need another day. You just need another <laughs> vacation. Just need a vacation Movie to vacation. watch films. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm, I'm a little excited about the Oscars because I have only watched a few movies this year, but... 
because of some of the movies got nominated, like everything all at once. Like I hope sweeps because it, it, mm. I think it, it was just so awesome. So, uh, but yeah, but yeah, I, I like the Super Bowl game as well. I, I, I liked Rihanna. I thought she was great. Yeah, it was. She just you re- never realize how many She's bangers. Got quite a few good songs, like, and she, she? there's so so many people afterwards are like, but she didn't do this. She didn't yeah. do this. It's like, oh yeah, true. Like yeah, out of all her whole catalog, it made me be like, yeah, I'd go to a Rihanna concert. It'd be a good time. Yeah, yeah. It, would it be as expensive as Beyonce tickets are? How lately? much are they going for? I don't know. People are talking madness, like not hundreds, right, <laughs> for certain st- seats. Yeah, which is nuts. Yeah. So maybe Rihanna would be cheaper. <laughs> or maybe not after this. Her st- her st- I mean, she's already huge, but to come out literally, like, she's already huge. Not, not. Literally. Yeah, no. I was gonna say, I don't know if I'd feel comfortable about my like pregnant partner, yeah, being flown two hundred feet in the air on these things. On these, well, she, at the end, she then lifted up. Yeah, she was like, she like flew it. Do you end. think she was like strapped in at all? Because it showed. No, I think she flew. No, but like, you think she was strapped in? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because uh, one of the dancers, you could see uh, the clip. Someone found a clip of it where they almost fall off the thing, right? And and stumble and get back to their feet. Luckily, yeah, they they look scary. Yeah, she had a heart. Well, because yeah, they flew her at the end. But like this baby just getting shook up. Like just just the stress of that. Like stress of hundred thousand people. I mean, she's you're she's flying. Rihanna. She's a star. She I knows know, what she's but doing. I don't know. I'd be like, nah, nah. You're staying. If you you're were, staying on the ground. If you were ASAP. Really? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, nope. staying on the ground there. But like, who would have like? It's crazy because uh, I watched some things on Friday where people were discussing like some of the crazy betting odds that you can do. And to bet, there, I saw a show where someone said, "If if this happens, you could win this much money. If this happens," and one of the weirdest things was if she comes out and announces she's pregnant. Hmm. And I was like, "That's an odd thing to put money down on." And then. That's exactly like what happened, and like I imagine, like does that, it count as announcing if you're like, "Hey, I'm pretty big right just now," just rubbing her belly? Yeah, I mean, she was looked oh, like she was rubbing did, other like, things. Well, I need to know the specifics of this bet. Yeah, true. Like you could. Does she have to say the words "I'm pregnant" or just be like, or it's just boom. like we realize we we find yeah. out she's pregnant? Good for her. Yeah, bless her. Shout out ASAP Rock. I guess that's why he's called ASAP Rocky. I think that we understand that's why, where, where that name comes. Yeah. The, the case is settled on where that name comes from now. Uh, well, that was that was pretty fun. Uh, I forget anything else. Uh, uh, what else is going on? I mean, you're going to chamber. I mean, I know you're excited going to about chamber, that. Excited about that. Uh, I don't think there's a whole lot else. Yeah. We kind of talked about it. You you got to listen to our other shows, guys. Yeah. To find out other stuff. Find out some cheeky things. Yeah. Not what giving you got it all up. away to you on the on the post wrestling feed. How you almost got arrested in Cuba? Listen to the bonus Patreon show behind the VD on that. Yeah, exactly. With what were you hanging out with some Russian spies? I don't know what was going on. <laughs> yeah, they might be listening. This is a free show. <laughs> Bless them. Uh, let's talk about some NXT, let's guys. Let's discuss NXT from Tuesday, February 14th. Happy Valentine's Day. And we kick off here in the CWC in Florida. Grayson Waller. We do get a, a Jerry Jarrett graphic. Oh, yeah. Right the top. Oh, Who man. Absolutely. This morning. I absolutely. Think. Yeah. Rest in peace, Jerry Jarrett. Uh, obviously, if you're uh, someone, you know, I'm, I'm in my early 30s. Jerry Jarrett, to me, didn't I didn't know too much about it until kind of years later getting super into wrestling and looking back like, mm. oh, you were behind a lot of stuff that I enjoyed watching and definitely still go back and enjoy watching. So uh, I would recommend people going to postwrestling.com. Uh, John Pollock has posted this awesome uh, 
just article that he's put together here, kind of uh, showcasing and highlighting the the kind of story of of Jerry Jarrett. But yeah, rest in peace, Jerry Jarrett. I know uh, Jeff Jarrett is scheduled to wrestle tomorrow night. He's so going to be in the six man, right? Yeah, I, I wonder if that uh, changes. So all the all the. Uh, happy thoughts to the the Jarrett family there because I know he had his like fingerprints in uh, on on a bunch of old school wrestling and and I I know I you know I grew up watching TNA so that's kind of where I'm like yes you know the, the Jarretts and stuff but yeah uh, shout out Jerry Jarrett pour one out for real uh, Jake in the chat says rest in peace Jerry Jarrett one of the best promoters ever thank you Jake yeah thank absolutely you, thank you for the super chat. Well, uh, now we can jump into some NXT. They did kick off with that graphic, which was quite nice of them. Uh, I love when WWE does that now. Uh, we go into Grayson Waller versus Tyler Bate. Now, Grayson Waller, after Vengeance Day in the media scrum, like basically broke into the room where Shawn Michaels was live, starts yelling at him and screaming at him and gets A-Train to pull him apart. And uh, Tyler Bate saw this. And was so furious that his boy, Shawn Michaels, was getting yelled at by Grayson Waller. So he sends in this video last week saying, I'm standing up for, for Shawn. And if you're going to disrespect him, you got to disrespect me. So fight me. All right. Sets up this match here. Pretty great story. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we'll get more into the Shawn stuff after. But uh, yeah, I think it was a, a great way of after that loss to Bron immediately having Waller still feel relevant keep somehow. Him, keep so him hot, yeah. Keep him hot, exactly. So I, I think it was a pretty good angle they did. Uh, well, Grayson versus Tyler Bate here. Booker T is excited. NXT is kicking off tonight and starts, like, singing. And Vic is like, yo, man, I don't know what you're doing. Chill. But, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Book. Uh, Grayson starts putting the boots to Tyler, but he, he starts uh, countering Grayson here, hits him with a classic exploder, his standing star press for some near falls. Uh, Waller shuts him down with a boot to the face as we come back from a commercial break. Waller is still grinding down on him, goes for this like backbreaker submission. He then goes for his out of ring roll back into the ring stunner, but that's countered as Tyler like dodges it and then bounces off the ropes with his head bounce into his lariat here for a near fall. This looked pretty sweet considering like the, the counter the timing. of it. Yeah. Right. The, the both moves. Uh, there's then a huge fireman carry in the fireman spin and he makes Waller dizzy, but it can't keep him down for three. Waller comes up with the jumping unprettier, but that's a kick out as well. And then Grayson Waller, Tunes up the band mm. just like HBK. He starts going for it. The crowd is, I think this is the loudest the crowd was the whole night. And as he goes for it, it's counter. Tyler Bate and him now exchange roll ups and it's Waller who grabs the ropes, but the ref sees it and is not allowing it. And Bate reverses that and rolls up Waller and gets the one, two, three. And Grayson Waller is pissed that he just lost to Tyler Bate. Yeah, I thought these two matched pretty nicely against each other. Um, it's definitely the injection of kind of NXT UK wrestlers into NXT US has made it so much better. Yeah. And just seeing all of these guys mix up with like your 2.0 lot, uh, your kind of upper class of your 2.0 lot, I think it's creating some pretty fun stuff week to week. Um like Grayson Waller's definitely stepped up since this, uh, since the start of this Bron food, uh, feud. I've liked him in ring. There's have been some things not clicking. Uh, I think he's starting to kind of really have everything come together. And I think this Sean feud, whatever it's leading to is, is pretty great for him. 
Uh, I loved all the mocking of the the switch in music and stuff, but Tyler Bate as always impressing. And I, I love hearing Booker T call his matches every week. Cause it's like, like the first time Booker T saw this guy was like two weeks ago. And it's yeah. like, yeah, book, he's good. We know. <laughs> but I think it's, I think it's actually great to have that on a commentator for maybe new people tuning in who maybe are not familiar with the Tyler Bate. So uh, yeah, I, I thought this was a pretty fun opener. Look, I, I'm someone who used to definitely gripe on Waller. He's still not my favorite, but he's working and t- using the best time on TV week to beat. Wh- whoever is you know behind this whole story of this is is great. He's been such a great heel, especially since winning that five way match like a few months back, Survivor, which yeah. started his whole like kind of run here. And I, I really think he's stepped it up. Just uh, being unlikable is so hard. Be, like everyone's the cool heel, right? Like that's yeah. such the the thing. And I, he's definitely finding other ways. It's it's such an easy thing. Hey, I'll just go after Shawn Michaels. He's the basically the new Triple H here. Mm. Which again, we'll get to in a few segments later. That definitely gets even more interesting. So, but as for the match, I knew this would be good. Tyler Bate is awesome. I just don't know what he's really can do else here other than fight Shawn Michaels battles in NXT. He just really loves Shawn. Yeah, yeah. I don't. There, there is that, isn't yeah. there? With whenever we watch Tyler Bate, it's we've we've had him flirt in the title picture. I mean, it's always something you can go to him and Mello if Mello is the one to take the right. title from uh, from Bron. Um, but yeah, but yeah, opening match is great, pretty good. We go to Josh Briggs and Brooks Jensen backstage. Now, Brooks Brooks Jensen is very nervous because he has a date tonight Ooh. for Valentine's. And he's got it with Kiana James. Now, if you've been following the story, he basically had a crush on her. They became friends. They somehow set up Kiana and Fallon to win a ma- to, as a team. They won the match. They then got a title shot. They won the titles. And now she agreed to the date with Jensen. And Fallon is under the suspicion that Kiana actually... Because she said, Zach, I love you. Yeah, and she heard this. So, But we don't – they don't know that. She mm. hasn't told Jensen this. But Jensen's talking to Briggs alone here and says, I'm nervous for my date because I've never, you know, I've never with a girl. And Briggs is like, what? He's like, well, I've never just uh, – and he's like, oh, you mean – ah, okay. You never hit a home run. I got you. I got you. Hey, you're 22. You know, a few 22-year-olds haven't, haven't hit a home run yet. But don't worry. Tonight's the night. And he goes, well – Briggs, I've never even been on base. He's like, oh, okay. Uh, well, uh, you know, you never even kissed a girl? He's like, no, I've never. So he's like, all right, well, you wait till tonight. You uh, you then you lean in 90% of the way and you wait for, for her to come in 10% of the way. And he says, okay, so I, I go 10 and she goes 90? No, you go, the, uh, yeah, all right. Fallon walks in and... Then he goes, don't tell Fallon and tell Fallon what. And then he's embarrassed that he's never kissed a girl. And Fallon wants to tell him about the the thing, the Zach, love you, Zach thing. But she can't right now. And he's got to get ready for his date. We then needed Paul Heyman to come in and go like, maybe stay at home. Because there are some things you see on TV <laughs> that you don't see like. <laughs> I really Brooks th- Jensen telling the world. Yeah, <laughs> so he he. I really thought. I think they missed the the a beat of that where he goes like twice here. Like, oh, it's really embarrassing. Like, don't tell the locker room. Don't tell anyone. I don't want everyone here knowing. I haven't kissed a girl. Like joking, right? Like saying that. Fallon should have been like, guys, you're live. Yeah. <laughs> it would have just been so much better so. if they did that. But. Um, 
to be like was do you think that this was probably pre-taped by imagine because yeah, yeah. i can imagine this taking a few uh takes <laughs> tries because briggs briggs and, was briggs and brooks briggs are leaning goes to in, lean in and, and you saw oh brooks, brooks was brooks dying really trying not he was to laugh. so but like, i want to know how many takes this took look uh Briggs and Jensen have grown on us so much, but Jensen, how he did not crack here was yeah. top, like top SNL stuff here <laughs> from Jensen. Not power to you know he wa- you could see it. Yeah. He was dying, but oh man, this, like this is so <laughs> stupid. But I, yeah. I, I shouldn't like this at all. But bro, I, tell me how we're more excited about to find out how someone's date went on a wrestling show <laughs> than any other wrestling on the wrestling show tonight. Uh, but yeah, I, I thought all these segments uh, tonight were yeah. actually pretty fun. Uh, they wish him good luck in his in his date uh, as well. Did they? What was it about the keys? So Fallon said uh, he's like, well, how will I know when to go in? She goes, if if she's when uh, you take her home, when you walk her up yeah, to her door, if she's at the door and she's like swing her keys around. That's that's the sign. Uh, guys, I will say, don't take that as, like, gospel. Yeah. Uh, she could just be trying to get trouble. into her house, yeah. yeah but- <laughs> <laughs> she could just be, uh, I don't like, yeah. true. But maybe there's the 90%, the 10%, the kissing of the keys. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what would you give someone advice for when you lean in? Well, how do you know if it's like, oh, oh, sorry, don't want that. I like- mean, I'm single, so I don't <laughs> <laughs> uh, we well, we'll get more of the date later. I I wasn't sure if they were going to show it because then they tweeted out like pictures of them on this date, but that we do kind of get clips of it a bit later. Did the date on. look good? We'll get to it. Okay, we'll get right, to that. Right. We'll discuss. There were matzo sticks, so that's a so plus. It was a in, good date. <laughs> so some people would say that's a good date. Some maybe not so much. JC Jane is coming out next, and as she's walking through the hall, we uh, we see that Shawn Michaels is in gorilla is being yelled at once again by Grayson Waller who's come through the back curtain through gorilla and starts yelling so the cameraman and people chase after them and now the camera's on them and Grayson's just grabbing Sean and yelling at him a train separates him they're pulled apart again it's absolute chaos which could only lead to me I love that it's a train is it just because we've watched a train. 2002 no because Grayson called him that in the last oh, pull okay, apart right. he's like Oh yeah, a train, a train, like a train, get out of here! Uh, so Grayson picking a fight with Shawn Michaels means he's picking a fight with Shawn Michaels, and Shawn Michaels is coming out of retirement at Stand and Deliver to face him. Maybe it's because we're watching this uh, Cesaro William Regal feud on <laughs> years back, 2013 NXT, but they are going pretty heavy with it. Shawn looks pissed. Um, I I can't honestly see. Shawn Michaels coming out of retirement for Grayson Waller. Um, <laughs> that was not on anyone's bingo card no, this year. Yeah. But like, I, I, I'd be for it. You're saying there's I, a chance. <laughs> it was it was very heavy handed this week. Um, well, like the yeah, the last two weeks, these angles they're cutting. I imagine it's maybe Shawn Michaels is going to bring in someone to face him. Uh, could that possibly be your like Dragon Lee yeah. debut? I don't know what the connection there would be. Everyone knows. Or like why, oh, I've <laughs> got to get my friend Dragon Lee to help me with this great. I hope it's not guy. Road Dog. I don't know. Um <laughs> But it could this could be something to maybe lead to um like Waller leaves NXT. Right. It could be a way to call him up. It's like if you're having this beef with Shawn Michaels, it's well if you lose this match, you're out of NXT. So, so I could see I could see them maybe do that where it's Sean nominate someone 
And if that person loses, Sean is gone and loser NXT, leaves NXT match, standard liver. All right. I'm sta- no, I'm standing by it. Look, Shawn Michaels knows deep down in his heart. I can't speak for Shawn Michaels, but he's got to know deep down in his heart that he can't have his last match being that match with knocking t- Kane's hair off. <laughs> that, it can't be. It, I, I, it can't. No. So will it be Grayson Waller? Possibly not. But one more match, Sean. Kick Waller out of NXT. Yeah, have it. Loser leaves NXT match. Shawn Michaels and Grayson Waller. But Shawn Grace- representing himself. Gra- Grayson Waller is going to come out next week and go like, Shawn, you're the re- you're you're bad for NXT. Look, what you you don't know how to run the show. Like, I should be your star. Everyone because he does say that when he gets kicked mm. out later. Shawn Michaels has him escorted out of the building and sent home. And in this like clip, this is later on in the show, but I might as well we talk. Might as well talk about. It. Waller gets kicked out of the building and he's laughing at the security and they gave him all his stuff and they escort him out and he's, and he's kicked out for the night. So like, I do think that at stand and deliver, which is like, you know, WrestleMania week, that Saturday, I do think it will be Shawn Michaels versus Grayson Waller. Wow. I don't know what other, like, it's not going to be a train. <laughs> I'd be down, but it's not right. Like, I do think that. Like, yeah. They were like, wait, Kota Ibushi's facing speedball? No, no, no. We need, we need Shawn, Shawn Michaels. Michaels. <laughs> Look, I'm like, I'd be totally for that. I'm yeah. like, I'm for him uh, correcting Shawn. that last match. Uh, but got I don't know. He looks. He needs to get back in shape. He needs to know how to, you know, run the ropes again so he could finally face AJ next year and then put it to bed. All right. Or, you know, so like. This is his warm up. I don't know. I'm like I, I feel like this is something that just doesn't would never come into mind. But it, they've done a good job. It, it is very like they're going quite heavy with it, where it does yeah. lead you to think that it's just you're like, really? That's where we're going. Yeah. So Grayson Let's Waller see. versus Shawn Michaels. Let's see. WrestleMania weekend. Right. Stand and deliver. Will Shawn Michaels show up? It'll be like what they did with Austin. Grayson wants him on the Grayson Waller effect. I mean, it's gonna yeah. And says, I didn't ask you to. Come here. I asked you to fight. And okay. He, and then he super kicks him. All right. And then he's kicked out of NXT. Yeah, I can see you doing that. There you go. Just just redo the KO <laughs> just angle. literally do the whole thing. Over. I mean, look, it's gonna. that's going to be something that will sell those tickets. Yeah. For that reason. They have to sell that arena. Uh, it's the crypto. <laughs> Do they still call it that? It, it was the Staples Center, right? Yeah. But it's now the crypto. <laughs> yeah. Is it not? For, I don't know what it's called anymore. But yeah. Is crypto still a thing? Not really, no. I don't know, but you want to invest? No. <laughs> I invest in Grayson Waller versus Shawn Michaels. Okay. Book it, please, people. I mean, what are the other options? At Poison Ron Pod on Twitter. Let us know. if you. I can't think of anything else now that would fit in this. Like, Dragon League, cool. I mean, you could probably run back the Tyler Bate match at some point. Like, he'll get his rematch against Tyler Bate, yeah. I'd imagine. I just don't um, think but- having Shawn in someone's corner, I just think you could do the, like, quick match kind of thing, even to get out of yeah, it. I... I- You'd ha- you've got something yeah. with that, like, Austin KO kind of thing. And then put Grayson Waller on the main roster with The Miz, and I guarantee that'll be a hot act again. Yeah. Like, Miz again, re-igniting like, with... I think they will they would work together. Or, like, partnering Logan Paul. If Logan Paul's True. not always going to be there, right, yeah. I think he'd be such a great, annoying presence every week right. to remind you. And is it, like, decent enough wrestler he, that you can hang so. with some of those yeah. guys? So, yeah. Uh, look at me. I'm a Grayson Waller fan all over again. Mm-hmm. But I, I think the guy stepped up as being actually unlikable. But the the match should be Shawn Michaels, <laughs> and then Shawn's back, and he can, he just can't have that last match no. be that match. So just do it again. 
Yeah. He he knows he sees Austin got the bug again. He was like, ah, I can do that. I just <laughs> well, need he's little these kids every day. To, I just need to kick someone in the face. That's it. Yeah, yeah I'll do it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Can't wait to hear the theme again. Well, we go where where were we there? We I kind of jumped around, but I will go back to where we go to a commercial for Apollo. Apollo Cruise. A vignette here. Apollo is just in the nighttime under a street lamp. With his diary. This guy hangs out in weird places yeah. at odd times. He is writing down, but then he throws the diary away and looks at the camera. And uh, as this, like, really, you know, sad, emotional piano plays, and it's kind of scary. And he says, Dabba Kato, I saw you last week at Vengeance Day. And he says, I saw that look, that smile. But then, bam, everything went dark. He says, you, you turned on me. But what, no call? No text? He says, we shared the road. We shared moments. We shared family time. And it kind of shows their relationship and WrestleMania being a team. Main roster, that IC run, all that. And he says, I thought thought that's what we were, but I guess not. And Dabakato, all you had to say was that you have your reasons. Well, I have mine. And I'll see you in NXT. So he's mad. And then he walks past. So he says he doesn't doesn't have any focus on the future anymore. Future or the past. Or the past. whole focus is on Dabakato. He literally says, I I don't care about the title. I guess we can thank Dabakato for Apollo realizing these visions are done. He's not a mutant anymore. (laughs) His visions didn't even come true. He got like two out of five right. Yeah. That's like the guy who picks the Super Bowl every year. Yeah. It's like... You weren't. You're not on the ball, Apollo. Mm. Uh, so yeah, this match coming soon, uh, I imagine. But All right. Cool. Yeah. Uh, not a not a huge fan of these. Pro- he just looks so silly. Why are you standing under the lamppost? And it's like, oh, didn't see you there. Throws a book away. Like, let me talk to you. It's. I, I'm wondering, like, if and when we're going to get more of these style things on the main roster because they do a lot of this, like very heavily produced, you know, yeah. promos under a lamp and stuff like that. <laughs> And Why is it always under at the moment, apart from kind of your like Bray Wyatt, like barcode stuff, we yeah. haven't seen a great deal of like these over, I guess Viking Raiders maybe on SmackDown, but like when these characters move up, like is Apollo going to be doing this stuff? Are we going to have, um, try and think of the others, like the fishing and all that stuff. Right. I hope not. Uh, no, probably not. Soruka. No. I hope that I hope. Yes. Well, we go to a clip of, uh, well, what happened last week with J.C. Jane, talking about Shawn Michaels, hitting the, the super kick in the barbershop moment with the, the door, sending Gigi out the door or through the door, kind of, almost. Uh, I watched this clip a million times. Uh, I, I thought it was a nasty kick here. It's, yeah, I think the door was meant to be the other way around. Yeah. So, like, she just kicked her head right into it. It looked so na- yeah, it I, very nice. I I put a slow mo version of it on our uh, yeah we have a TikTok now go follow it at Poison Rana Pod because I I think she kicked her not one she threw her into it the first yeah. time but the second time she kicked her in the face in the face Gigi posted photos where her face looked like it got stomped in exactly just like that well J C Jane comes out with brand new music that sounds exactly the same as Toxic Attraction's old music. <laughs> Yeah, we need to give this another listen. It it almost was like it's like a riff of the old one. She is by herself now. She's in the middle of the ring. All the booze from the NXT crowd here. She has a microphone. She says the proof is in the boot. 
Definitely got a chuckle from me. She says, I've been the talk of NXT all week. Not Braun, not Mello, not Waller, but me. She says, "Every the name of on the tip of everyone's tongue is JC Jane. She then throws to a video recap of like all of Gigi and JC's, a little bit of history of them being in Toxic Attraction, and then the turn, the kick, the boot through the door. She then says... Uh, Look, I'm not out here to make fun of you, Janetti. I mean, sorry, Gigi, which again, I was like, all right, I like this. I like this attitude. She says, Did Sean write that line? <laughs> yeah. She says, I'm done protecting you, Chucky. So she says, listen close, Gigi, screw you and screw all of you. She says, Toxic Attraction was the most dominant women's faction in WWE history. And look who the last one standing is. She made uh, she made a good point about when they started. She was always, she was referred to as the third wheel, kind of because I mean Priscilla Kelly had a bit of a name for herself right. outside of WWE beforehand. Can't say I know JC Jane did wrestle, but yeah, yeah. she didn't have quite the name that Priscilla Kelly does or her following, and obviously nor Mandy Rose's following. So I thought it was quite a good line saying like kind of. Yeah. Now I'm the last one standing out with those three. I outlive both. Now of them. I get their gimmick. Yeah. I get the music. Yeah. <laughs> it's like when Roman was the last one in the shield. Absolutely. Kind of. uh, you know what? A really strong promo. I thought last week was a good turn angle. I know it was mm. just like the barbershop, but sorry, that's probably still the best way to do a turn in yeah. wrestling. And it worked really well. Obviously, the kick made it worse. And I'll easily compare it to what? A year ago when. Cora Jade was supposed to be having this oh, insane, yeah. like dastardly turn, hitting her friend with a skateboard. Instead, she hit her with a piece of paper. Yeah. That does like damage on a whole storyline. And I think a lot of people were like, oh, that sucked. So don't really care. Whereas the opposite, whereas, oh, do we really like toxic tractions kind of now just whatever. Do we care about this? And then the turn happens and we're like, wow, she kicked her in the face. We got to see that match yeah. now. So good, I'm good on them. I'm kind of interested. I think, yeah. I think like part of like JC keeping the sort of music and stuff is she is going to be playing her toxic attraction character. Yeah. They were a bad unit. They're evil. Gigi is the one who we're going to see a bit of a change from because she is going to be the baby face in this, uh, in this storyline. Yeah. So I think we're going to see, you know, maybe a bit of a change of a look, a music change, all of that. And, See how she comes across because we've not heard a cut a babyface promo yet, and um, I I am kind of interested. I think it's the as much as maybe it would have worked those two as a tag team on the main roster. I think it it's going to be interesting to see how they can handle themselves on their own and who is going to step up. Um, so I'm I'm kind of into it at the moment. It's definitely way more interesting than they've done it as. Toxic attraction in the last few months, I think. Yeah. And you know what? Look, she held her own cutting this promo. I thought she sounded great. I think Gigi will be instantly become a pretty popular baby face. Mm. I was a fan of Priscilla Kelly before WWE. And I do think she can pull some other character out of there. And she's definitely got something that I think she maybe she's been waiting to like not just be the in the tag team anymore. Yeah. So it's, it is nice that these two are getting like the kind of the main starring role mm. as to this, the side role going forward. So kind of interested in the storyline more than I thought I would be for sure. Uh, so great promo. We then go to a clip of Roxanne Perez picking up Miko Satomura at the airport. She's like, I can, I got, she, she's that good of a friend that she's like, look, I'm here. 
That's yeah, they, they. You think they just have drivers from WWE employees yeah. picking them up? Where are they? Like, where are they? Where are they going right to? What do they got? Like a Sonics? A ch- uh, Taking checkers? To where, yeah, where are we going? What do they got like in Florida? Sonic. Sonic's we don't good. have that in Toronto, so no. we don't have. What else? Yeah, they have Sonics. What a Crackle Barrel! I don't know what else is down in Florida, but it sounds great. Uh, we see Duke Hudson and Andre Chase and Thea Hale. Thea is still in distress and pretty disturbed from last week where she was she got kidnapped kidnapped and then uh like put like little happy faces all over her yeah uh she then says that she doesn't want to talk about it duke is like look we don't you don't have to wrestle tonight we can just talk about it she says no i just want to fight and she says i don't want to push the match back i want to go and then like storms off and duke and andre look at each other like man i guess we got to support her so they go uh, but yeah, poor Thea. Poor Thea. Damn. She's only just started wrestling in, on NXT TV. Yeah, she only just only, got her first win, didn't and she? she got kidnapped already. Yeah. Welcome to, Welcome to wrestling. To NXT. Yeah. <laughs> we go to a video for Soul. Do you think they tell that to you when you like start training? It's like, okay, like you could be like, you know, main eventing WrestleMania in football stadiums. Someone also might kidnap you. It, it's very likely at some point yeah. you are going to get kidnapped. In there, your career. There's a potential. Your best friend will turn on you. <laughs> if um, I'm a wrestling trainer in 2023, this is what my first lesson would be. Look, guys, I'll give you some advice. Learn how to play poker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> learn how to drive a golf cart. Uh, learn how to go fishing, I guess, at this point. Learn how to uh, car share and learn watch out for... forgive and forget because <laughs> you'll be in a blood feud with someone. And then in, in a couple of weeks, you'll just be friends. Uh, dimly lit parking lots avoid yeah yeah um there's always a smoke machine when you need one <laughs> there's a lot of things in in wrestling you could learn but yeah uh poor Thea. damn we go to a video for soul ruka she says she's only been in wwe less than a year and uh she's already kind of made a little name for herself and shows her doing like flips and stuff on the beach hanging out she her opening line was a bit weird because she said i've I've only been I've been in NXT for less than a year and I still dig going to practice every day every morning but it's like you've only been there less than a year I'm like yeah you sh- you should yeah it's not like I've been here 4 years and I still dig going to practice I still love- I've been here 6 months and I still go to practice I'm like yeah you should <laughs> practice, practice. talking about practice she says that she's really a, fear, uh, a free spirit and uh, says it's her parents that instilled that on me. And then it sh- it's shows clips of her and her family. And then she says she's got a scholar- uh, college scholarship and that uh, her parents even helped her skip school sometimes as long as she was doing stuff like surfing or like As long as she gets athletic. a scholarship, yeah. she can do what she wants. Yeah, and she's, she proved them right that she could do whatever she wanted. Uh, she then says that uh, the soul snatcher, the finishing move she we've seen her do, she says, uh, yeah, it looks good, but I had to practice that. Just like pra- you have to practice, talking about practice, uh, saying the first time she hit it, it did not look good, but now look at it. Everyone knows how it is. Ask Zoe Stark mm. how good the soul snatcher is. And Zoe, I want another match because whenever I fall, I'm just ready to get right back up. So she challenges Zoe Stark to another match here. I found this video package almost like when you're watching those, I don't know, like... Uh, Bachelorette. These, Bachelor, yeah, sorry. these Love is Blind programs, yeah. or, but also like, you know, 
gladiator, like American Gladiator or something like that, where it's a little, let's have a look at our contestant. Right. It's like, hi, I'm 24 and I'm from Toronto and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like, you know, it felt a bit, but I thought it was quite good as getting this person across and how yeah. she's kind of, kind of putting over that she's, she kind of picks things up quite naturally. Like she's had a lot of hobbies. She likes her surfing and playing guitar and stuff. So kind of putting out, I can pick up this wrestling thing pretty quick as well. And I'm dedicated to it. I think it's as someone starting off and on this show, I think it works really nicely. It's over the years, obviously we're going to have to see how this develops and yeah. you know, how you translate that to an in-ring promo or stuff like that. But I thought, I thought this was cool as, getting the character of Sol Ruka over with also continuing that feud with Zoe Stark. Sol Ruka's just good vibes, man. Mm. Uh, I, I, I see huge things for her. Yeah, honestly, I think she's up next for sure. She's like kind of got a little bit of everything. And if she've only been wrestling this long and like, I know we've only seen glimmers and stuff, but yeah, I, I hope they, uh, the one negative is like, now you're just like making it about this move. It's like, yo, you could do all, all these other moves too. I'm pretty sure, like I, I'm. I'm interested to see where we go with that. I think now she should beat Zoe in the match, and not saying she should. You know, she'd be in the. She's next got no. She got the win over Alba Fire. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she needs to beat Zoe. I think she will. Yeah. We go to our next match though. Thea Hale comes out. She's scared. She's nervous, and she's facing Tiffany Stratton, who gets a great entrance with the New Year's like the the glimmery and mm-hmm. the shiny stuff here, looking like a million bucks. Uh, they they definitely dropped the like just daddy's girl thing. Like, she's got different music Good. now. Like, yeah, yeah. she's like... A, it's fine. She's, she's like grown up a bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she, Thea Hale is nervous, but as soon as the bell rings, she's just all aggressive. That scrappy-do energy. She runs out. There's drop kicks and keeps knocking Tiffany down. But then in the crowd, in the Chase U section, with all the red sweaters, we see the Dyad lads with Uh-oh. their smiley face masks on, which startles Thea, who turns around and gets beat by Tiffany here, right in the face. She then... Thea gets to her feet again and turns and sees the perch. Joe Gacy's on there with a mask on. She's totally scared. Eventually, Tiffany drops Thea Hale, goes up to the top rope, and hits the PME, the prettiest moonsault ever. She's officially given it a name. And gets the one, two, three here. And I will say it is still a damn great-looking moonsault. moonsault. So uh, Tiffany gains a win, and Thea is, after the match, spooked and scared in the corner because of the... The, so the schisms. that's something else you will be told at wrestling school is people try to distract you all the time. Yeah. They'll play their music. They'll just appear in the crowd like, and you'll lose because of it. <laughs> um, no. Cl- yeah. Clearly that's something not taught in wrestling. School. Yeah. Is this, uh, are we setting up for maybe Ava Reigns first match with Thea Hale? Interesting. Yeah, I guess so. Young Rock's got to fight eventually, right? Yeah. So, yeah, good shout. Um, this, I didn't think this was a whole lot of a match. No. I, I do think uh, Tiffany, as you said, that moonsault looked great. Um, it was all a lot more story-focused, but Thea Hell's a nice like little character um, there, and I think she plays a part well. So, um, yeah, interested to see where this is going. Uh, is this for a um, Duke and uh, Andre against like dyad kind of feud or is yeah. this leading to young rock having a first match i'll still say it uh stand stand the same way i feel duke and andre should be tag champions yeah uh, the, the that division feels so dead new day's gone 
instantly drops down to like the playful, like actually kind of over two people. And I think Duke and Andre would have been the right, like looking at this episode is like, oh, they made a mistake. I think so. So I think which we thought last week and the week before, but yeah. I, I mean, I, we, we said at that show, like anyone but Gallus really, but I will get to Gallus. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. We see Ivy and Paxley, Tatum and, and Ivy Niles backstage and big body Javi walks in. Your favorite. And he says, hey, ladies, I got a big body invitation. Hey, Tatum, will you be my Javi time? <laughs> and she laughs and she says, sorry, I'm taken. Uh, my uh, Twitter sources. following uh, sources do tell me that this was a funny joke because I do believe big body and Tatum Paxley might or may not be an item. Oh. So I thought this was a pretty funny joke. She says, sorry, I'm taken. And he goes, okay. And then ex- ex- then does the exact same line and bit to Ivy. Hey, Ivy, how's it going? You know, I was wondering if you want to. And she shuts him up right away by putting him in a dragon sleeper as this segment takes a turn uh, for quite maybe possibly the worst. I'll give them the benefit of the doubt here, but... We hear Isla Dawn's voice talking to Tatum. I thought it was the bottle of water talking. <laughs> they both look over. Now, now, please, someone out there, correct me if I'm wrong. But were they insinuating that Isla Dawn was invisible in this segment? So... <laughs> <laughs> That was one of the stupidest things I've ever had to say or ask. But was that like was that what they were going for? Either she was invisible, or they were just there was a speaker hearing her voice. There was this like curtain, so was she just hiding behind the curtain? It was what was it this? Was, it was witchy stuff. Either way, it was it was ridiculous, and I I also found it very difficult. Like you couldn't really hear her. Like it was muffled. Like she's she's got, Scottish. She's we got, already can't hear she's her. She's got the thick Scottish <laughs> accent, which is going against her, like to a lot of this audience who uh, it's a harder accent to understand for a lot. But then on top of that it was muffled and we can't see her to even like see what she's saying. I, I don't know what she said. She was kind of saying what um, she said, Tatum, I think like Ivy's holding you back. She was trying to turn these two women against each other. Uh, but yeah, it was it was silly, this uh, whether it be a voiceover or invisible or what. What? Yeah. Like, no, they wouldn't. It, it, it was a speaker that like, it was like our Google home speaker, right? Like you can take over yeah, someone's speaker. Like exactly. we cast weird shit so. to each other all the time. Was it, was it just them doing that? Or was it her invisible? <laughs> like it's WWE, right? Like they may have tried to do that. I don't know. I have to watch it back. Yeah. I don't want I to, but now I'm like, to. Just her voice was appearing. But they were, like, not, like, looking up and down. They were, like, looking at, at was it her. A, was there a speaker? Was there an orb? I need to watch it back, yeah. Oh, my God. This has potential to be one of the worst things WWE's... Like, sure. But if, the thing... Ivy and Tatum didn't seem too, like... They are just like, huh. They didn't seem weirded out about it. They like, like huh. if if we were doing this show right now and then suddenly... Hey, guys. started talking to us right here. <laughs> yeah. We'd be like, what the fuck? We'd be getting up, walking around. What is that? They were just, they, they, just Ivy like, murdered big body Harvey. Yeah, let him go. And then they're like, huh. All right. This voice 
is trying to terrorize. I wanna, I wanna assume it was like they were looking at the speaker, because there was it was it a speaker? Oh man, it, you know, I, I remember a curtain and a bottle of water, but I might be wrong. <laughs> I think it was like uh, maybe a big speaker. Oh man, like. You know, if AEW or the Indies did this, we'd be praising an invisible man. But, you know, an invisible woman. Oh, God. No, this was this was so bad. It has my curiosity because as soon as it ended, I was like, wait a second. What did I just watch? And I I thought it was pretty silly. It was immediately after the the um, kidnapping segment. <laughs> <laughs> what is this show? What's going on? Yeah. I just want to know how Brooks Jensen got on on his date. <laughs> I said, what is this show? Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, I. You know how if you listen to us, sometimes we'll tell you, like, we'll cherry pick for you. Like, hey, watch this match. Maybe for yourself, watch and see if there was, in fact, a Help ghost. Yeah. Was this an invisible witch in Isla Dawn here on NXT? Are we crazy? Or was it the speaker? We'll never know. Well, let's talk about some actual wrestling. Axiom is going to take on Damon Kemp because there's no way I understood what anything Isla Dawn actually <laughs> said in that promo. But I imagine that she's still going to try to kidnap Tatum and make her join the coven, mm. which I imagine makes sense. We go to Axiom versus Damon Kemp, who's returning into some in-ring action here. If you're following the storyline, he attacked Axiom last week, which is setting up this match. Out the gate here, Axiom runs at him, hits him with this jump-up kick and then a PK to the chest. Damon's already had enough. He leaves the ring, but then Axiom doesn't give him any time to breathe and hits a running tope as he lands on his feet here. Very impressive. Puts him back in the ring and starts putting kicks to him. Eventually goes for this, like, wheelbarrow bulldog, but it's countered into a beautiful wheelbarrow suplex, like, the into the German from Damon. Very, like, the snowplex, mm. if you will. Just crazy. Uh, Axiom and then comes back and hits this huge crossbody, which is countered into a two-count and roll-ups. There's then a huge lariat, and then Damon Kemp must be a Kenny Omega fan as he hits Kreutz Wrath, right? Is that what he, he calls so, yeah. it? Yeah, the, like, electric chair into the deadlift German suplex. And hitting this on Axiom was the right guy to hit this move on. Axiom sells it, like, death here but it is a kick out there's then a huge palm strike spinning from axiom here and then hits the ratio so i guess you could say axiom ratioed damon kemp here as he puts him away with that kick i hate the kick as a finisher but it does look pretty cool but like it, you know kind of different every time we still yeah seen it. i thought this one looked good it's just it's too similar to the, the drop kicks he's doing yeah in the yeah, match yeah. as well uh, but I thought this this match really didn't go long at all. But I thought they fit so much in here. It showed off how exciting Axiom is. Um, but also Damon Kemp got got his stuff in as well. His suplexes look so good. Like I don't think he's a slouch at all. Yeah. Um, and I I think he's a real good prospect. So I I thought they did quite a lot here. Uh, but Axiom still like just just putting on like really uh like exciting stuff to watch every week. He's so good, man. Like I, I think they're slowly kind of getting rid of that gimmick. Like the engine still has this, the effect, which isn't really anything. There's numbers on the board. I mean, kind when of thing. you think of like every kind of luchador yeah. character, they always have like have a ridiculous background, but then it's like just, you know, it's tamed down yeah. after all. And it's just inspired by, it. so they, they really, apart from what sometimes saying, Oh, you're a, you like maths. Like they don't really, Hit you over the head with it. He's, so. His gimmick is literally quick math. Mm. <laughs> quick maths. Uh, 
Well, he wins this match. I would imagine Axiom finds his place in some sort of ladder match at the stand and deliver. He's too cool not to have on something like that. Or just Axiom Wes would be great. Oh, yeah, that would be sweet. We get a video for Grayson Waller. I think we mentioned this where he got escorted out. I think we talked a bit about that. And uh, I think he will be next back next week to maybe cut a promo on Sean. Yeah. Maybe call him out. We go to Braun Breaker, the NXT champion. He returns here tonight. He comes out to uh, the crowd chanting, oh, oh, oh. He then says that things seem a little different around here. As he says that right on cue, a bunch of the crowd here at the CWC start singing in the John Cena theme way, Braun Breaker sucks. Braun Breaker sucks. They just keep singing this all while he's talking, his promo. This is one of those things where it's like, I feel if this was on a Raw or whatever, this wouldn't get going. Yeah. But... It's like three this people. is like three people, but you can hear it because it's, it's such like a 30 small people here. studio. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, he's continuing and he says that, uh, look, everyone knows that I walked out champion. I am the champ. I run this place. And everyone seems to be talking about the match that everyone wants to see. Clearly, everyone wants to see me versus him. But he's interrupted by Jinder Mahal mm. and Indashir. They all come out here. Jinder says, look, I respect and admire you. Braun says, "I, you were not the person I was expecting to come out here. Jinder uh, then says, Braun, you carried NXT on your back. You are champion. You are NXT. You are the brand. And uh, says, uh, like, if, if you're the NXT champion, well, you might be deaf because uh, there are people here that don't like you, as the people are still singing Braun Breaker sucks. He then, then you start to hear the barks and he says, these people don't like you and people bark. And then he, he says, I know, Braun, trust me. You either die a hero or become a villain. And, uh, that's what you're doing right now. And Braun says, ah, they can say whatever they want. That doesn't, you know, matter to me. And says, Braun, you're tired. You're weak. And I challenge you. Braun says, Oh, yeah, you challenge me? Are you here with your new 3MB? <laughs> Which one of them plays the guitar, huh? <laughs> that one got me going. He sounds so much like Scott Steiner. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's crazy. Uh, so he then accepts this match, and it is official. Jinder Mahal will challenge Braun Breaker for the NXT Championship next week on NXT. Look, if, if we had someone over who doesn't watch this show and yeah. we're like, hey, they go, what is NXT? And I go, oh, it's a developmental show. So it, it's people that are like brand new to wrestling and they've just been training at the PC. You get some kind of indie talent who have come over to kind of learn how to, you know, work TV before moving up. And sometimes you get some main roster people move down to kind of help out that talent. And you were to show them this scene. You go, oh, Bron Breaker's the veteran here, right? And this other guy is the, the guy in development. I thought Jinder was terrible. Yeah, he, it, he seemed like he, he was, was so off. He was tripping over his lines. He was repeating himself. Um, he, like his, his promo style sounded no different than when we were covering him in NXT in 2012. In 2012, 20, yeah. Like, it was, I thought it was pretty bad. And I thought, I didn't think Bron came across great, but he, I thought he handled himself well. There was some like jeering from, a small portion of this crowd towards him. And I thought he handled it well enough, but I just thought that the whole segment was long winded going around in circles. It's we're getting a match next week. 
Yeah, I think they could have they could have went a whole different, more exciting route than this. I thought it was so boring. Yeah, it was boring. He just kept he just kept going back, and then to do the thing where I didn't mention it when he goes, "Hey, which one of you plays the guitar in 3MB?" Jinder then goes, "Oh, you're doing this to make people laugh so that they don't boo no, you." It's so like, that, like, yeah, like that's you. what fuck. That's what this show is. Like, don't, yeah. how far are you going to pull this curtain back? <laughs> and the match is whatever. I'm sure Braun will get a great victory over this. Maybe he then teams with Diamond Mind to take them on the week after. I don't know, since you know, no Roddy yeah. or whatever. But yeah, uh, that's the match we're getting next week. So yeah, we'll see how the match is. But I don't really it, care. This segment was awful. It does suck that there's like a few people that are just. The whole segment want to get their chance over and stuff. It's like, all right, let the show go it, on. You it's know? so much more noticeable here, yeah. and it's. I thought they were quite irritating. They've done it know? before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We go to Caden and Katana who walk into Mako and Roxanne backstage, and they say, "Look, we uh, we're sorry about last week. We didn't mean to sound like you know mean. We were just really upset that we lost, and." Uh, Look at you. We, we you're the champ, and we have the final boss here. And we just, you know, we we're sorry. And <laughs> Roxy's like, "Oh, so you don't want the match anymore? Like you're backing out because I picked Satamora?" And she's like, "No, no, no, no. We still want the match. It would be an honor." And they say, "Thank you." And they walk off. And Roxanne says, "Hey, Miko, like, thank you for being my partner here tonight and joining me." And Miko says, "I have my reasons." Oh. Okay, interesting. All right. Kind of giving us a little hint there. Yeah. We then have a promo from Indy Hartwell, who then says, look, everyone hates Toxic Attraction. We all hated Toxic Attraction, but I do feel kind of bad for Gigi Dolan getting kicked in the face. But JC thinks she's going to come around and now shoot up to the top of the women's division. (sighs) Well, Toxic is dead, and she is dead wrong you're behind me in the line for women's title matches. This is a weekly indie mad at everyone promo for a match you'll lose. Indie indie Hartwell's going with the the current Eddie Kingston uh, gimmick, just mad at everyone. Addresses my enemies. <laughs> indie Hartwell addresses her enemies every week on NXT. Wait, are you feuding with that person? Nah, I just don't like them. Why? I don't like them. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, I mean, this is meant to be her standing up for the locker room, but unfortunately, I think we know where this is going because yeah. uh, JC's the the project right now. Yeah. So uh, unless you get, it could be a Gigi return. Yeah, I was gonna say she might come back. Indy wins, but yeah, we say this every week. I feel like a broken record, but Indy's just someone floating around. Yeah. and not really, not really going anywhere. We go to Wesley. He's in the ring. He has his open challenge. There was a shot before they threw the break where he's walking down the hallway to go to, to make his entrance. And you see like Dijak standing in the back like Terminator. And then you see Tony D and Stacks. Like, yeah. It's like a cartoon, a video game, like walking through the course thing. We need the camera like in Gorilla though for whenever these open yeah. challenges happen. We, we need, to, we always see it on the stage. Someone. Manages to have enough time to go, okay, cue up my music, I'm entering, yeah. and then the other person goes, no, I want them fighting in Gorilla. That should be a thing and used in WWE. It's just not. The open challenge, like, wouldn't people, all people want this You challenge? see someone in the canteen, they're eating their, they're like, like there's what? an open challenge? Fuck, better make that, yeah. Well, that's pretty much the case, kind of what happens here, because Wes is in the ring now holding up the title and says, this is my open challenge for the North American title. Anyone come out here. And Tony D's music hits. 
He comes out with stacks. We're not quite sure which one was going to open challenge here, but they're stopped on the ramp by Dijak, who attacks Tony, chokes him out. Stax decides that he wants to save Tony, so he chases him off. And while Wes is standing in the ring watching this, he is attacked from behind by Von Wagner. Yeah, I forgot he was feuding with him as well. Yeah. Right. No one, there's not just one person who feuds with Von Wagner. I feel I forget about Von Wagner every week. How could you forget about Von Wagner? So. This match is official now. The ref rings the bell. Von Wagner versus Wesley. I'm very excited. Booker says uh, he's not a big fan of open challenges. He doesn't elaborate. Like, and then he moves Vic on. just goes, what are your thoughts on Does the he open me- challenge? And he goes, well, you know me, Vic. I'm not a fan of open challenges. Anyway, we've got Von <laughs> Wagner here. I'm like, sorry? Like- Does he mean cause, like, as a competitor? Because like, he doesn't like facing someone he doesn't like? To, like, he not- wants to know who he's facing? Or like... <laughs> He just, he didn't make it sound that elaborate. way. Yeah, he, he didn't make like, it sound like that. I hate watching these. Yeah, I don't like matches. people challenging people. It's I like, like to know the match yeah. ahead of time. Yeah, really weird. What I'm going to watch. Fickle I don't like any of these fans. surprises in wrestling. <laughs> so the match continues. Vaughn is beating down on Wes. He, he hits this huge Beal toss, which looked pretty good. Uh, just keeps putting the boots down to him. Eventually, Wes comes back. He does this, like, sweep the leg STO and then a stomp and then a standing moonsault for a near fall. Vaughn hits this huge flapjack and then boots him and stacks him for a near fall. Wes comes back and hits a super kick and then the handspring kick, the cardiac kick as they call it, and gets the one, two, three on Vaughn Wagner. Uh, I thought this was a pretty big letdown of teasing an open challenge and going through all the like, you know, malarkey of Tony D, Stax, and Dijak only to get to Vaughn Wagner. I, I, I definitely am only putting this into my own head, but like, wouldn't it have been cool if Nash Carter came out? Yeah. But we got Vaughn. Yeah. I mean, that's not here nor there on a come Tuesday. I was a little disappointed. Uh, I don't know who uh, yeah. I was expecting really, but, um, yeah, it wasn't particularly exciting. And I didn't think it was very exciting match either. Whereas, like, Vaughn got a few no. of his power moves in, but Wes made pretty quick Sucked. work of him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so I'm assuming going forward we're going to get the triple threat or maybe even a fatal four-way with Wes, Stax, Tony, and Dijak. And then after that, we finally can just move on to someone else, mm. possibly for stand and deliver. Uh, I think you want to give him just, you know, one of those kind of big kind of dream singles matches on the stand and deliver show. Pretty sweet. So that's Dragon where I, I'd go for like a... Dragon Lee would be great, or I'd go Dragon Lee or Axiom. I think would be a great, nice, yeah. great match. You can do babyface v babyface. Just yeah, yeah. I think that would be good. We go to Hank Walker and Drew Gulak backstage. Hank Walker has new gear. Look at this new fit. I know he's got a black singlet. We 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 guessed singlet, didn't we? Yeah, we did get that. It says Walker on it. Yes, Hank Walker. I'll knock your brains out. <laughs> Is that his thing? No, that was Braden Walker. I'll knock your brains out. One of the best catchphrases in all of wrestling. And he happened to spell it the same way I spelled Braden. Great stuff. Shout out Chris Harris, the wildcat. Uh, I'll show you it later. We, we see Hank and Drew and he's got his new singlet and he says, look, Drew, I, I'm so excited. I got my singlet. And Drew says, Oh, it looks good. I like the look. It looks good. But I, I forgot to get new boots and they're not going to come in time. So, and he looks down. He's only got these like old cowboy boots on or something. So Drew says, don't worry. I figured that was the case. I got some old boots here. Take them. And they're like silvery black ones. And he's like, take these. You think Drew Gulak and Hank Walker are the same size? I, 
When it showed like the size of his feet and the boots, I was like, okay, like maybe, but Hank is significantly bigger than He's Drew Gulak. Like, yeah. You think, you think Drew Gulak's got that BDE? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. I mean, you don't have to be tall to have big feet, do you? You can be. It's, it is rare that like shorter people have big feet. Yeah. But it still happens. Like, I can't imagine them having the same. But maybe it's like, hey, this, I mean, I'd say you're probably better off working in your, in your boots that you've been wrestling in so up far to now, yeah. rather than a pair of boots Wrestled two sizes too small for sh- you. Shoeless. Oh, I mean, he's, he's done all right in his yeah. boots before. So he's got Drew Gulak's boots and yeah. he's wrestling next against Charlie Dempsey. So right. when we come back from break, Gulak told him, you know, wrap them tight, lacing up those laces, make them real tight for this I match. I don't think you had to worry about them being tight. They might have been a little tight. Hank comes out. He looks different. He's got his, his black tights. How would you rank rank uh, Hank? Rank Hank's fit here, the black singlet and the shiny silver I mean, boots. It was, I think it's meant to look a little bit, you know, beginner's wrestling yeah. gear here. But uh he act- he actually looked in better shape wearing this than yeah. I, than when he's in his John Goodman gear. Yeah, he turned like, from John Goodman from Roseanne to tattooed Seth Rogen. Yeah. Imagine Seth Rogen gets cast in like a wrestling movie like Oh, I got to wrestle my neighbor, and it's him <laughs> with tattoos. Yeah. Yeah. But he's got Drew Gulak's boots on. It was an improvement. It, w- it, it was. It was. He, looked, he didn't look like a plumber anymore. No. He looked like he would wrestle someone. So Hank Walker wearing Drew Gulak's boots, new boot goofing. Uh, it's been a great week for boots. I loved Seth Rollins coming out in the big red boots. You, you like those boots? Raw. I hate those boots, and now I love those boots. They're, they're ridiculous. What a stupid boot, but hilarious. <laughs> when I saw him come out with that, I died. And then in my head, I went, "He's he's got to do the stomp while wearing those. Oh, yeah. And he did the stomp wearing the big red boots, new boot goofing. I feel like those boots could like spring you up really high. I always wanted those boots as a kid, those springy moon boot yeah, things, yeah. like tramp, uh, trampoline, trampoline shoes, boots. essentially, yeah. Moon boots. Mm. Yeah, damn. New boot goofing. Hank looks good so I here. Get a pair of these boots, these red boots. Big red. I don't think uh, we can afford <laughs> I don't think you can afford it with our I Patreon. Can afford money. anything. <laughs> uh, Booker is furious that Hank is wearing Drew's boots. He says, how can you wear another man's boots? He says, it's, it's just a thing in life. How can you borrow another man's boots? You just don't do that. He says, what if he has athlete's foot? <laughs> It's true. He was like very grossed out by it, wasn't he? I personally don't like wearing other people's uh, hats or boots. Yeah, I can see that. But if someone's like, yo, man, I, I have size 13 feet and sometimes it's hard to find shoes. Sometimes people are like, yo, I have, I have these shoes that I've worn like once or twice. They're in your size. Do you want them? Yeah, absolutely. Same with the hat. Oh, well, you've not like there's no sweat stains in them. Yeah. There's no holes in them. Yeah, why not? If it looks fine, you know, that's that's fine. So Booker, like, you know. But the nature of wrestling boots is you are going to be sweaty. Yeah, they need to be fit properly for These you. These are old boots. He's like, and yeah. and probably not going to fit too well. They looked fine, though. They were still sparkly. They look great. Yeah. Uh, Hank versus Charlie Dempsey here. There's big uh, slugs from each of them, and then they run into each other with a big boot knocking each other down. Hank, very impressive with the Fujiwara armbar on Dempsey, but eventually Dempsey counters that into the regal stretch, and then 
he can't quite get it, so he starts to club at Hank. And I mean cl- that first one. The first one, he clocks him right on the back of the head. And, and then, then just, goes to the back. Yeah. Uh, locks him in the STF again. And Hank taps out. Pretty quick match here. After the match, Charlie looks at Drew and then locks in the STF again on Hank. And Drew just stares at him, wants to get in the ring, but then doesn't. And then they stare at each other. They walk out together, leaving Hank alone in the ring as they check on him. And he's like, like, what? Why? Drew, why? Mentor, why? why? I thought we were like friends. What are you doing? I'm wearing your boots. He should have taken his boots before Throw leaving. Them. Go to like look like he's going to check on him and then take the boots yeah, off. I don't want these boots, yeah. Uh, really quick match, but I will say I am invested in uh, Regal Jr. here locking in a fucking vicious STF. This, I, this I kid's actually great. think like, Dempsey is obviously more experienced than Walker. Yeah. But actually matching them against each other is helping both i think it's allowed uh walker to try and do a bit more actual wrestling rather than just big power moves and you know be the well his security guard gimmick yeah uh, but also seeing dempsey being able to like tie up one of these bigger guys it makes him he look, struggled yeah it makes him look more legit and you think wow if he can do that on the man the size of hank like he's gonna eat some of these people um so i, I think it's been working i think this the story's going where We've seen it's going with Drew now joining with Dempsey. So interested where it's going from now. But I, I think it's been a pretty good kind of, you know, mid-card feud that's got going on. Right Especially now. it's just about wrestling. Yeah. Oh, you're new to wrestling? Let me teach you some wrestling. Let me, oh, you're, they're, they've not outright said this guy's William Regal's son, but they're, they're letting you know it's yeah. William Regal's son by little things like that. You wouldn't know if you were just like a casual viewer. You're just like, this guy's mean. Mm. And I think that alone, he stands out that he's just kind of, Good wrestler, really mean. Looks like Pete Dunn. Yep. Looks like William Regal. Uh, prediction of Brian Danielson says he's not wrestling after the three-year contract with AEW. I believe that is a complete lie because I don't understand how this guy will end his career not wrestling Charlie Dempsey. <laughs> he has to. Yeah, true. It will be a huge match in WWE. Well, maybe Brian Danielson doesn't wrestle, but Daniel, Daniel Bryan does. does. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Can't wait to see that one day. But yeah, we're going to, I'm interested to see Gulak and Charlie obviously should be the team because they're like the wrestlers, right? Mm. So I am interested to see where this little mid card storyline goes. The, the wrestle, the graps lads. We get a angry Von Wagner backstage. He's throwing around benches and he says, what the hell happened? I let that slip through my fingers. Mr. Stone's, Mr. Stone says, look, that, you didn't, man. You just, you suck. You, you have no connection with me, the crowd, the audience, like, you need to break those walls down. You need to help me help you. Big fan of Jerry Maguire again. He says, the biggest thing about you in your career is that you were a meme about Come Tuesday. He says, what else have you done? Think about it. And walks off. Where's the line? Really? Yeah. Yeah, where, where's this going? Uh, like, I kind of... I know it with it being... Mr. Stone, yeah. it's going to comedy. The fact he's doing these Jerry Maguire lines and stuff. I'd kind of like it to be the other way around. And if this was played a bit more seriously, because I think there's actually some really good like lines in there about you're not connecting. Like you've yeah. got all the tools to be like great, but something ain't connecting. You're not connecting to me. You're not connecting to the people like 
stop focusing on just being, I think he said the other week, oh, cool, you're raw, ah, you're a big man, that, kind of said that. It's like, you'll be more than that. I like that. I think my fear is they're not going that way. Right. And it's going to be, we're going to have... Hip-hop hippo or... We're going to have, yeah, like Dr. Shelby, like helping them open up, like, let's find out who the real Von Wagner is. And I can't say that's going to, it's just going to be more embarrassing yeah for the wrong reasons skits but yeah i agree okay. <laughs> don't really care jerry Maguire is a great movie though it is a good movie. i told you i'm on a tom cruise kick yeah we love tom cruise jerry- <laughs> we love tom cruise we, stand by tom we cruise. love anything <laughs> i am a real american you know i have to put in uh we're on the post feed now we make them podcasting dollars i have to pick spots of when i put the, the ad breaks in okay. sometimes so usually it's great when it's in so, the middle of a conversation. I love Tom Cruise and then have I Way talking about ricotta from HelloFresh. is ricotta pasta. Fluffy, <laughs> creamy pasta. Last week I had Sino on, bless Sino. And mean, I, br- briefly I said, I love Tom Cruise. I said, shout out Tom Cruise. Shout out Scientology. And he was like, uh, I, I'm kidding. But he's like, oh, I don't know if we should say that. I was like, no, 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 it's fine. I mean, it's not like we get cut off or anything. I put the ad right there. <laughs> So uh, make sure you don't say anything yeah. bad about Scientology. We we did eat with HelloFresh tonight. Oh, <laughs> we ate with Scientology. I was like, "What did you feed me? What did I eat?" Don't scare the my truth, heart. Right, the truth. <laughs> my heart jumped right there. I was like, "Wait, what did I eat?" I don't know what those Scientology chicken. <laughs> what do they eat? <laughs> I mean, whatever Tom Cruise eats is probably working for him. So. Yeah. He's jumping out of the plane as we speak. South Park had some theories about what Tom Cruise eats. (laughs) Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotion promotional offer not available in washington dc <laughs> we go to our next segment Pretty we're not deadly. Be loud back on the post feed, are we? <laughs> we go to Pretty Deadly, and they're walking into a pub, and we see Gallus. No one at the pub. No one's ever at these pubs. Was this Fallon's bar? I don't. This is Gallus's bar. Gallus bar, Fallon's bar. Yeah, this bar, this bar's a little darker. Has a few more lights. There was people in this. There bar. were. Yeah, like some old people, some bar flies, some oh, regulars. Then it can't be Fallon's bar. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So. Uh, Gallus are playing pool and Pretty Deadly are like, hey, uh, you think we could play some billiards? And they're like, it's called pool. And they agree to play. So they put some money on the line here. And uh, they start to play and uh, Pretty Deadly are just doing really terrible at pool here. I think they've, uh, there's also bets going on with yeah, the games. they're buying them drinks, rounds. Drinks, yeah. 
So they keep buying rounds and they keep saying, you know, next one, you know, uh, double or nothing kind of thing. So they keep doing it and buying them drinks. There's the Gallus lads are still drinking out of these silver mugs in a bar, which I'm sure. Yeah. They're not even that big though. Pint. Yeah. So they're drinking them and they're still beating pretty deadly at pool. They're unfazed here by the beer and the alcohol. And, uh, Eventually they're like, oh, like we can't, we can't, we can't beat you guys. And they say, ah, don't worry. I remember my first time in a pub and then, uh, they're still not drinking and getting drunk and they beat pretty deadly. So pretty deadly have to buy the tab and say like, Hey, we don't want to play games like new day. We just want to fight you. And Gal said, oh, you didn't need to do all this. You just had to ask to fight us. But then they got to pay the bill and the tab was like a mile long and they go, oh no. This made me so hyped for this match. I cannot <laughs> wait for Gallus pretty deadly for these NXT Tag Team Championships after seeing them play pool. This, we, we love our pretty deadly, especially more so outside the ring, it seems. Like, their mm. skits are pretty funny. But, yeah, this was uh, pretty dead, deaded, nothing. Like, not a... The one thing that made me laugh was when pretty deadly are helping each other play pool. Yeah. When they're doing the classic, like, oh, hey, babe, let me help like, you shoot uh, this... The, from ghosts like the holding each other kind of thing. yeah that yeah. was pretty good but other than that <laughs> yeah just these these things like this reminds me of you know like viking raiders street profits that yeah stuff yeah which is yeah. just it's it's not good writing it's not funny um yeah i don't know anything about gallus and i've watched them for quite a long time now but like you're you're not really pushing you're just saying these guys are good guys now no, or it's pretty I, deadly. I think pretty deadly are the the babyface. The babyface. Okay, yeah. interesting. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Weird. And all you've got with pretty deadly is every week it's them trying to get title shots by doing by being the champions is champions bitch. Yeah, basically. I don't know. I I didn't really care for it. And I'm not excited for the match. But this division has. You're right. It has dropped significantly. It should have been Andre Chase and Duke Hudson. Um. Yeah. Just it's you've got better teams there. Uh. This this isn't doing it for me. Well, uh, yeah, we'll get, we're getting the match, though. Is it next week? Uh, they haven't. Okay. Uh, I don't think they announced this match yet. We get a video of Ilya Dragunov. He's backstage with McKenzie, and he says four months ago, as it shows clips of him being taken out by JD, he says, but however, I was put through a lot of pain, but pain makes you feel alive. And while he's talking, he's interrupted by Trick Williams, who's in the ring, and says, yo, Dragunov, I'm out here. Come here. This was a nice little flip on the trope. Normally, we would have Ilya in the ring yeah. talking, and then Trick interrupts on the like the, the screen. I quite liked it the other way around. Trick's in Trick the is ring. like, "Nah, I'm interrupting your your thing. Come here, I'm yeah. gonna talk to you." So Ilya's like, "All right." So he starts heading that way, but Trick is in the ring, and he has a mic, and just starts ripping on him here, and <laughs> Trick on the mic by himself. Says, yo, Dragonoff, step in the ring with me. I'll drop you where you stand. Yeah, I'll drop you. Drop you like a mixtape. <laughs> Just like JD dropped you four months ago. Just like how I'm going to drop you. You step in the ring with me, you're going to realize that trick got that snooze button on it. Yeah, come on. Hit you with that right hand. <laughs> Dragonoff comes out uh, and starts walking down the ring. And then Trick says, yo, Booker, Booker T, get the popcorn. You scared, huh? <laughs> I thought this, his whole riffing here was Look, great. This, this going from uh, like that last segment and then in literally 30 seconds, yeah. Ilya and Trick Williams, which wasn't like a match I really knew yeah. I wanted, 
Like they had me. Trick yeah. Williams sounded great. Ilya's got such a interesting, uh, different style persona. Promo. Yeah, but but Trick Williams just he sounded completely genuine here. Like he had some great lines, but he was like, "Nah, nah, nah. I want to fuck you up. Let's go. Let's do this." And I was like, "All right, I'm. This is what wrestling should be for me." Yeah, like let's fight. Let's do this. Look, not playing pool. Trick Trick has been someone since the beginning. We were like, okay, like not the the best wrestler and the, the promo is a bit iffy, but fast forward like what a year now. Yeah. I think low key trick Williams is probably one of the best talkers in the company. He could, like him tonight. Like we've always said him and Mello as a unit are, yeah. are fantastic and they are. And I would love to see that act on the main roster, but I, he proved to me tonight. He can hold his own completely. We know Mello can hold his own, but I, can, nah, man, I, I agree. see big things with trick. Like if he can continue this, if you can, you know, like that's what they say. Like, you know, that's what the whole attitude era was. Talk people into watching your matches. And, like, his wrestling will come. Like, I, I was really impressed here. Yeah, me too, man. And and besides of how many things we watch in tonight's show in NXT of pre-recorded promos mm. and segments that are edited and takes and this and that, this guy just did it on the fly. And he didn't slip up at all. And he said so many things that made me laugh, that made me, well, oh, I need to see you get your head. I was like, Dragunov's coming right down to the ring to knock your head off. I'm so excited. Again, compare this to yeah. Jinder, who's been doing this oh, for 11 oh, years. Easily. You know? Blue Jinder out of the water. Crazy. Yo, all the flowers to Trick Williams yeah. for like going forward, like yeah, him and Mello are a unit, but him talking shit by himself here proved it for sure. Uh, Ilya grabs a mic and says, "Look, you love to have fun and be the life of the party, but uh, you're try- just trying to keep me away from my mission of being the NXT champion, and that's what I'm gonna do." Trick goes to like uh, like sucker punch him, but Dragonov counters and hits an Enzigiri, sending him away. When JD McDonough comes out with an eye patch. Thing. Like his eye is taped up and says, you injured me when you returned last week and you tore my retina. And well, now that you're back, Dragunov, you should have listened to me and stayed home. You should go home and stay there because when I get in the ring with you again, I'm going to beat you so badly. You won't be able to hold your own son, which pisses off Dragunov. But Trick is back up and beats on Dragunov and puts the beats, boots to him as he walks off. And Dragunov is laying there and JD thinks about attacking him. But Dragunov gets up before the attack happens and JD like kind of walks off. So clearly we're going back to JD and Dragunov. But uh, we do come back to this next segment where Mello is in the locker room and Trick comes in and says like, yo, did you see that? You see what I just did out there? Uh, they're going to eat for us. They're going to eat for everybody. And the match is official. Dragunov versus Trick next week on NXT. And like, yeah, this guy sold me on. I need to see you get your head smashed in so. this whole like this whole segment was fantastic and then, like, then mellow and him are like all right all right sick and then they end by doing the well, they, they do their handshake which is you know so many different yeah, like, parts yeah. to it but then ends with the wakanda, wakanda. cross arm thing fuck yeah uh i love as well how mellow and this isn't the first time mellow and trick are obviously boys but mellow is like very honest with his friend because right. he's like Yo, Ilya's better than you. It's essentially like between the lines, he's like, Yo, you're, you you're, sh- and you're, no, 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 I'm the baddest. I'm the baddest. All right. If you say so, cool. Yeah. But I don't sense any like, like, uh, I don't sense that as li- like seeds being planted or anything. I just think it's like, you know, looking out for his boy. It's like, yo, you, you're good, but like Ilya's a killer. You might not want to 
pick a fight with that guy, you know? Yeah. Um, No, I thought this whole thing uh, was great. Um, JD as well sounded great. Um, This was, yeah, probably my favorite thing on this show. This was my favorite thing on the show just because Trick was, again, hilarious, but did make me, like, the that's what wrestling is. The bad guy wants to make you so mad. Like, that's MJF stick is you say stuff that people, you want to see them get beat up, right? Like, exactly what I need to see next week now, so can't wait to see it he's gonna do the boxing gimmick again right like he was mentioning the the right hand that hits the snooze button because that's how he beat wes remember he cheated oh yeah. so like he he's kind of he might do try to do similar things but yeah can't wait to see that we go to the date well after the date they show us pictures of the date they didn't make it creepy by putting a camera there on the date which i guess is a good thing because they do that a lot in wrestling Mm. so uh it looked like they had matzo sticks and wings those are your go-to uh, orders? Uh, Monster sticks not, when we come home late. Maybe not for like a first date. <laughs> yeah. But when you're like, in a couple and you know, babe, I'm, I want the wings and monster sticks yeah. tonight. That monster guy. sticks are very popular. Yeah. Yeah. Our friend ordered them just before he like bailed on the soup. The, the other night? Yeah. Yeah. It was good. He's like, I need monster sticks. They didn't help. I'm going on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Brooks. Yeah. We've got in trouble with our air fryer and monster sticks. Throw it in a box of yeah. monster sticks at like four in the morning. Yeah. It uh, looks like they had some matzo sticks at a nice stop. Maybe they were at the same bar with Gallus and Pretty Deadly. No, it looked like different. They, nice were, they were more like at a Olive Garden or something. That would have been the TGIFs. That's probably. I mean, it. that's totally where Brooks Jensen would take some yeah, exactly. chilies. You know, <laughs> we're just naming all the places. We're making fun of places because we don't have them here. That's we're sad yeah. about that. So, I wish we had Olive Garden and Fridays and chilies, but we don't. What, there are no Fridays here? There's no Fridays in Canada. I mean, we have Fridays on Friday, but we don't have TGIFs. There's no Fridays in Canada at all? No. Oh. I think there was one in Niagara Falls like for a while, but nowhere else. Oh, we've got loads in the UK. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I just assumed. I just don't go there. Like, they're not great. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, Chili's. Applebee's. Chili's is great. <laughs> I could talk about American fast food chains all day. Yeah. Good stuff. Arby's. My one friend loves Arby's, and they're still select in Canada now. I do enjoy a, a Harvey sometimes. Harvey's? They don't have that in the States. No, though. I know. So there you like, go, like, Americans. Like we live above a Harvey's. Harvey's. Yeah, Harvey's makes your hamburger a beautiful thing. We need to make the most of it over the next couple of months. <laughs> well, Brooks Jensen is dropping off Kiana James after their date here. And he's like, hey, uh, it was good. It was food. I mean, the food was good. And he's acting all nervous and like going, ah, oh, why did I sit? And uh, he, he then says, uh, look, look at the he, – he's walked her to her door now. He says, look at the North Star. And then it's just this weird shot of a North Star. He a says, shot I don't think I've ever seen in it was probably like a, where it's a stock like... shot. Yeah, I don't think this was actually anything they shot. He then says, uh, look, it's the North Star. It comes from the South. I mean, the North. Oh, the South. Ah, oh, shit. Why did I say that? And then he, he, see, he notices Kiana James is playing with her keys and spinning them around a bit. So he goes in for the kiss. But as she's about to kiss him... Fallon Henley and Josh Briggs show up. Stop! No! And they go, what? Listen, Jensen, I didn't want to tell you this, but Kiana, she's cheating on you. And I hope she would tell you, but she didn't. She says, what? No, I'm not cheating on him. What are you talking about? And he's like, what? She says, I heard you on the phone and you said, I love you, Zach. I know you were talking to someone else. She says, yeah, I do love Zach. Zach is my brother. And then the door opens 
And I guess this is Zach. We meet Zach. He goes, hey, Kiana, uh, fed the dogs. Uh, I'm going to leave through the garage. Have a good one. Does the <laughs> Closes the door and leaves. And then they all go, oh. And they go, really, dude? And Fallon feels like really upset. Like, oh, I didn't know. I'm so sorry. Ah, yeah. And yikes, the date is ruined here tonight. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't know why I like this, but I do. It's bad. It's not great, but I'm, I'm invested. I'm invested in, in Brooks and his love life. Yeah. Uh, one day he's going to be, you know, the head of the table. WWE he'll, he'll, champion. Be, he'll be the guy in WWE. B3. And someone will be like, hey, remember when he was doing this? Yeah, remember, guys. And it's him leaning in for the kiss and everything. I love I love everything about Brooks Jensen. So is Keanu just completely genuine then these days? She likes him? It looked like she... Let's, let's Fallon look fucked up here. Fallon fucked up. And I'd also be like, yo, I don't care. I want to have this kiss. Fa- you know, like... So... <laughs> tell me after. So, so Keanu looked like she really wanted to kiss him. Yeah, we, we're all under the jingling impression. Jingling the keys. Yeah, we all know if you jingle the keys, it's it's, it's bet. Yeah, it's, it's it. But I don't know. Now we now this continues. I'm it's juicy. They're champions as well. Makes the whole thing you know messy. It does. It really. Does. I'm I'm loving it. Uh, I I hope Brooks is like mad at Fallon next week. Yeah. You know, this is like some great soap opera WWE shit. I mean, it's we gotta <laughs> we gotta now move to Fallon having feelings for Brooks. Like that's I think Kiana it, it thinks hasn't that really been that hasn't really been addressed yet. It no. is Fallon looking out for a friend, right? But if we if we want to turn the juice up a bit, yeah, we gotta, riz it up, yeah. And I don't know where Briggs is in all this. He's just like, fuck, man. I just <laughs> just want to be a tag champion. Like, <laughs> helping my boy teaching him how to kiss a woman and my other friend is being weird like, <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing man. <laughs> I was evolved champ I, I think was, he was evolved champ he was <laughs> he beat Austin Theory I think nice right. back in the days when I covered a evolve wow look at you evolve specialist yeah. yeah Josh Briggs is just living his best life out here he's just trying to make enough money to cover up some of those tats yeah <laughs> I love these guys now. I love Josh Briggs and Brooks Jensen now with this storyline. This is not the stuff I like in wrestling, no. but it's so funny and so good. I don't know how you didn't watch them. If anyone doesn't watch, like the 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 clip of them almost kissing earlier, it was really funny. Yeah. Uh, so shout out to Briggs and Jensen for this that. Is, but so was this. We ask for long term storytelling, and uh, we're mean, getting we, it. We've got it. We've had like uh, my, I still got on my desktop the the screenshots of. Uh, Brooks Jensen making his dating video. Right. Uh, yeah. And that was like... <laughs> he so, doesn't even have the, the hair yet. He doesn't have the hair. Wow. Th- that was so long ago. Yeah. Um, wh- when did guys. I take that? That was uh, a year ago, 23rd of February, 2020. This whole year he's been trying to get a date. He t- uh, was doing those dating videos. Yeah. And he was into Caden before he was making those videos. Right. So, like... This is long-term storytelling at its best, guys. Yeah. We just want to see love. Yeah. And, like, love is a beautiful thing. And Fire Frank confirms that it, it was Josh Briggs beating Theory for the Evolve title. <laughs> he was there. So thank you. For uh, Myron Kidd in the chat also asked, do you think Fallon has feelings for Brooks? Mm. I mean, yeah, that would be the... 
I feel like we're discussing again Dallas and Dynasty. And sh- Does Fallon have feelings for him? Oh my God, this changes everything. I mean, this is the bit we're clipping for tomorrow. <laughs> I I love this storyline and can't wait to see where we go. Uh, yeah, like I want a year from now will be the wedding. Yeah, will it be with Fallon? Will it be with Keanu? Ooh, juicy, yeah. juicy. We go to our main event. Roxanne Perez, the NXT Women's Champ, teaming with the legend, the Japanese legend, as they call the final boss, Miko Satomura, going up against Caden Carter and Katana Chance, the former women's tag champions. This started because they challenged her to a match. She found a friend. She had her on speed dial, and Satomura answered the call here tonight. We get... Roxy and Katana starting off here and they had a great like back and forth where they're countering each other's moves and like doing like handstands and escapes and stuff. Pretty impressive. They both tag in their partner. So Miko and Caden come in. Caden chops her, but then Miko just no sells and starts to just kick the hell out of her here. Roxy's back in and then hits a tope to the outside as Miko jumps off the apron as well, taking both of them out. As we come back from a commercial break, Satamora is just beasting up here with kicks to both people. Katana thinks she has the upper hand, but then catches the foot and then gets hit with the spin kick here. Very impressive from the final boss for a near fall. Uh, Roxy comes in and then they start beating down on her. So Katana and Caden start tagging in and out. There's like a flying stomp and then a flying like assisted avalanche Huracan Rana from Caden and Katana for a near fall. Uh, there's then Caden who hits these like double knees and then super kicks. But then uh, Miko comes in and just starts slaying here like these that what is, what the hell is this move where she does like the handspring and these like double knees it's like the kota abushi yeah, like to the back in this time like yeah. think of alexa bliss does does it right but miko like yeah. actually just well just crushes. the speed all of Man. like all of her kicks and stuff yeah. like she has so much speed and precision with it uh looks fantastic roxy tags in hits the pop rocks on caden and gets the one two three and they win the match here before the after match uh i feel like it it wasn't getting to like the heights that I think that this match kind of could have got to, but that was kind of the storyline showing that Roxanne Satamora on a completely like higher level and like are the two big like I I thought this like match you had four four talents who seem very polished now at this point. Yeah. And there wasn't great stakes or great build to really f- make this feel like a a main event, but I thought it was easily the best wrestling on this show. I actually thought Caden really stood out when Caden and Mako were going back and forth. Yeah. Uh, it made me want to see if we're building to this Roxanne Mako match. I wouldn't mind seeing a little singles match with Caden in there. Cause I, I thought those two look good together. Um, but yeah, interesting Caden and Katana taking another pretty big loss here. Uh, clean. Um, I, I hope they're called up after mania. Like, yeah, I I think they, they have keep to these two together because I think the tag division needs them. They're they're a ready made team. Uh, their their tag moves like their double team moves are pretty spectacular together. Um, but they've done everything there is to do here now. So have a few showcase matches before going on the way out. Um, and then yeah, debut them shortly after Mania. I think I agree. The the women's tag division in WWE they don't really have teams, and you have one right here that can do some pretty impressive stuff and have improved and gotten to that level. So why not? Absolutely. Uh, there were still some cool things in the match. Don't be wrong, mm. but uh, Nico Satamora just so awesome. Well, that's another thing. It seems um, we're getting. I think there were a lot of maybe visa issues in 
NXT, NXT UK, UK when that kind of you know, folded. At, so they had to renegotiate some of these contracts, I imagine, because I would imagine they were under kind of maybe UK uh, law contracts, whatever. And now you're trying to get them over to the state. So we've seen, you know, a Tyler Bate appear at the Worlds Collide and then disappear for a while. Same with Mako. Uh, still haven't seen Bea Priestley, but I imagine she'll be coming back soon. She's J- a witch. JD McDonough, the witch. Yeah, all of them. So I hope now Mako is here and she's here to, you know, stay have this Roxanne match. I mean, she's someone I totally like to see on the main roster as well. Oh man. Just be crazy to, to see that. Uh, after the match, Satamura grabs the mic and says, Roxanne, I did something for you. So you do something for me and kind of points at her title. Roxanne grabs it and says, it would be my honor. So, and I'm glad they didn't do the, then she elbows Mako her in just the attacking face her, yeah. Like I, I, I like it. Should be a, you know, Mako won their first match against each other. Yeah. Uh, but now Rox is the the champion. Uh, she needs to get that win back. So yeah. I, this sounds. Is this as far as stand and deliver? No. So they Vic Joseph on commentary mentioned that there will be a stand and deliver roadblock. That's right. Okay. So this match will happen at that at the at roadblock, which will yeah. be in. A few weeks. So I imagine this is a few in a few weeks and it's on a Tuesday night. Yes. Right? We had it last year where Dolph Ziggler won the title. So probably <laughs> probably this match and probably JD Ilya, would you think? Okay. That you've been building that and I guess so, yeah. Like April first is still quite a way away. Yeah, you feels. you still have a few weeks to build you've a roadblock. Six, seven weeks before uh before Mania weekend. Yeah. So yeah, I would think you're you're gonna have to kill off some of these matches before then at this point. I still don't know what stand and deliver would be then. What where, where do you where do you see stand and deliver looking like here? Um I do think this? it'll be mellow mellow bron. Yeah. Um I I don't want the the typical six person ladder match. I think you will get that. I think we probably will. But I'd rather we didn't get that. I I want yeah just some hot singles matches. Um Dragon Lee coming in any of Dragon Lee would be good. Uh, Wes against any of those uh, UK guys, I think. Dragon Lee. Sorry, Wes Dragonov, Wes Tyler Bate. The Creeds don't seem close to that t- tag title yet, though, do they? They're still like weeks, so yeah. like, you could fix that, but yeah. Uh, I, I think you've got enough talent there that oh, you could have some killer matches. Actually. Sean versus Waller. Sean versus Waller, yeah. <laughs> it's a stacked stand yeah. and deliver card we're looking at. But yeah, Roadblock coming soon. I think we'll see some of those matches that... You might have thought would have happened at Sand Deliver, but will happen uh, on TV a few weeks before WrestleMania weekend. So, yeah. Overall, NXT. Oh, yeah. Uh, Myron in the chat's reminding us. JC versus Gigi will be at Sand Deliver. Sand and Deliver. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Wait, that, drag that one all the way out for sure. Like, the storyline, yeah, they deserve it for sure. I would give them that spot. Um, well, this episode, again, every week is, is NXT, right? Like, there was some wrestling. I don't think any of the wrestling hit to a level that was like, oh, my God, that match. But uh, there was still some progression. I do like that we are going back on the road with Santa Deliver. They're treating it like another big thing. They mention it as if it is almost like a WrestleMania like mm. or a TakeOver. So even, like, throughout the night, it's sprinkled in, like, Braun being like, oh, I know everyone wants to see this match. And then it's cut off. That, you know, little things like that definitely make you anticipate it a bit more. So I think they still did a good job of that. Uh, even though the dating stuff was hokey, 
You know I love that. I'm a sucker for love. It's also Valentine's Day. Exactly. You need to do a little... So I will say that, like, the real, like, what was... Why do that on the same day you actually show the pool segment? Like, with them playing pool. When it was Valentine's Day, you could have just showed the date. Yeah, so it was a little... Who, who's dating Gallus, you know? <laughs> <laughs> pretty deadly were, obviously. Pretty, pretty deadly are dating each other, so... Yeah, kayfabe was. Kayfabe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I'm with you. I don't think there was any... Real standout match today, but I also wasn't bored for the show. I thought they moved along some stories quite nicely, and the the dating stuff was entertaining. But especially that trick, Ilya JD, good stuff. stuff. I thought was excellent. Yeah, good stuff for sure. We let's look at some feedback yes. that we have here. Join the Poison Rana Facebook group if you haven't. We'll read anything here from the comments or questions from you guys. Poison Rana, one worry. We have a Facebook page and a Facebook group. Join it. We share memes and funny things. We'll let any of you. Jabronis in. Do you want to read the first one? I will, yeah. Frank, our champ, says, Fallon is a bad friend. Random thought. At least Jinder this time got his back up to be bigger guys that can't be thrown through tables by Randy Orton. Yeah, they're, they're a little bigger than yeah. the Bollywood boys. Uh, shout out Hank's new fit, Walla Sean Bookett. <laughs> Frank is true. Fallon is a bad friend. Yes. Have you ever had anyone, anyone like, you know, cock block you like Fallon did tonight to Jensen? I have, yeah. I'm I'm trying to remember specifically. I haven't done that to you, right? No, I don't think so. No. No, it's, it's happened. Yeah, it, ha- sure. it does happen. We go to Dave Parker who writes, Damn, Tyler Bate is great in ring. He's it's like Booker. He's the first. He's, whoa, whoa, who is this, this guy? Tyler Bate kid. <laughs> this guy's amazing. No, thank you, Dave. We go to Ethan who says, Good episode tonight. Can't wait for the women's title match. Also, Hank Walker finisher name ideas. Okay. The Hank Hill driver. Walk this way or the crosswalker. Ooh, okay. Well, his move seemed to be like that he was going for the Fujiwara armbar. So that could be the the walk this way. I guess walk this way or anything walk, like crosswalker, it means to do with the legs or the kick, a kick or something like that. But I like where you're going with that. Is it Ethan? Ethan. Mm. I like that. Yeah. He says, sorry for the bad finisher names, trying to get a laugh. No, I like that. It's we need me think. Hank. Trying to think. Well, walker. I mean, Hank could, is a good walk. Uh, Walkabout. It's what? Is that an arm breaker? I mean, we just seen him do it. He could do other moves too. Yeah. He did the Fujiwara. He did the other one, the cross arm breaker before too. Mm. But uh, yeah, Walker, Texas Ranger. <laughs> I'll keep thinking about that one, Ethan. Thank you. <laughs> and then we go to Megan who writes in a solid episode that pushed things forward. The women's tag main event didn't even overstay its welcome. And I loved it. There was no shock in the turn for Mako as she challenged Roxanne for the title. Vic hammered at home that roadblock is like roadblock is likely the place for this title match. I kind of want it at stand and deliver instead. Maybe we see, uh, we get through this and then what? Yeah. Who, who after that is the one to face Roxanne at the pay-per-view, right? It is tough. Whether you go back to Cora, but I feel that is, if you're doing GGJC Cora, uh, Roxanne feels a little similar. Um, yeah, I don't know. Someone else from main roster, maybe. Uh, Megan continues, Ilya's going to put Trick Willie on a t-shirt and don't Google meme. We'll get the same deal when he re- reattaches his retina. JC Jane needed to hit a home run with her promo, and for the most part, she did. She's not the third wheel anymore. Since it was a holiday episode, I'm glad there was no food fight. Do I see a timeline where Jinder Mahal plays spoiler for Stand and Deliver? Nope. No, I don't think so. No, I don't think so at all. I mean, remember, Dolph won at Roadblock last year. Never forget. He did. I I don't see Jinder being. 
doing the same thing. Or was Megan referencing that uh, the one guy in the dish here likes to spoil things? <laughs> oh, I don't true. know. No, I think true. I'm reaching yeah. there, but I thought I thought I'd connect the dots. Yes. <laughs> uh, I think that was it. All right. Yeah. Hey, thanks, well, guys. That's what you thought. Yeah, thanks for listening to us chat about some NXT here tonight. We'll back every Tuesday night here on the Post Wrestling feed. Uh, check out postwrestling.com for all the updates of all that stuff. Shout out John Away and uh, Andrew Thompson. I know you're going to be hanging out with... Uh, yes. I'm saying Andrew Thompson because I love reading his uh, Post Wrestling uh, articles on the website. He's fantastic. There. Yeah, so go check it out. Um, I will be in Montreal this weekend yes. uh, for SmackDown and Elimination Chamber. If you are in the area... Uh, let me know. I'm at Davey Portman on Twitter and Instagram, and I love meeting you guys. So uh, absolutely don't be a stranger. I'm really looking forward to it this weekend. I will be putting out a show this Sunday on our Poison Rana feed. So you can go on uh, either youtube.com slash at Poison Rana pod or just the links to all our stuff, poisonrana.ca, uh, where you can find our uh, audio podcast as well. Uh, we will be talking. I will be talking about my experience at Elimination Chamber with Jesse from the Six. Yeah, you got to tell me what poutine you had. Yeah, maybe you get John to try it. Shall I get uh, John to try poutine and Jesse to try Schwartz? I, I don't think you'll have a problem. I think you'll have a pr- problem John trying it more than Jesse. He's maybe. sometimes a vegetarian. <laughs> Jesse, I, I he's a funny he, vegetarian. I feel he just cheats with chicken though. What else does he cheat with? Uh, and sushi. He just goes, hmm, I, that's good. I'm, I'm a vegetarian, but I eat chicken wings and I eat sushi and sometimes cheats. And then and he, burger. he steps down from his position. <laughs> does he? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out John Tory, <laughs> Toronto's greatest. <laughs> Can you imagine? I just put my notice in at work. Reason I had an affair, but, but you can still, but you're nope. a bartender. Nope. I had an affair. I cannot do this anymore. I'm ashamed. I am ashamed. Yeah. I need to go home and think about what I've done. Fuck, why, are you, why are you stepping out? What did you do, <laughs> smoke some crack or something? Jeez. Who told you to do this, John? <laughs> Conspiracy theorists are already saying there's a bigger... Uh... Of course. <laughs> like... <laughs> uh. Uh, yeah, Toronto's a fun place, guys. Uh, if you are in the Toronto area, look forward to uh, seeing anybody who goes to the Demand Lucha oh, yes. show. Thursday night, Parkdale Hall in Toronto. We love going to some indie wrestling lately, and Demand Lucha has been the fun stop in the city to go to. Thursday uh, is going to be wild. Uh, go to Demand Lucha on all the socials. Go find out because we're our, our boy, the base god, Gringo Loco versus Joey Janela. Is this his biggest challenge yet? He, I'm scared for him. He's our guy, but like Joey is Joey's a reclaiming the him. indie scene as of yeah. late. And uh, I'm nervous. I, I feel like Gringo... Gringo, this could be. I mean, I he's he's the base god. He's got to win. Base this, god, but I, I'm a bit concerned that his title reign could end this Thursday. I I love uh, hanging out with listeners and seeing you guys and stuff. And Jordan, who runs Demand Lucha, has been awesome, and they put on just so much fun. There's kids. There's just a vibe. At there's these a things. bunch of us going. Uh, I believe Mike Murray's going. Um, w H Park's going. So go give wow. him a hug. Um, yeah, yeah, man, that's a, wild. I think. I think. Don't know if John's going or not, but okay. no, I doubt it because it's Montreal the next day. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, a bunch of us going, so we'd love to see you there. Uh, yeah, uh, at Demand Lucha on uh, Twitter to find out because Thursday night is when it's happening. But they are also going to be planning a big Super Lucha show in Toronto, I think, in April. So definitely Excellent. be looking for that, that. I'd love to maybe get some interviews for that as well uh, going forward. So, yeah, uh, if you're in the area, Toronto area, that's where we'll be on Thursday. You'll be in Montreal this weekend for Elimination Chamber. Fun, fun stuff. 
If you are in the Toronto area, look forward. We got some big announcements coming forward in the next little while. We're about some things, but we can't tell you just Hopefully yet. We're going to do the TK. We're making an announcement. Street fight tonight. Next week. There's there'll an be an announcement. Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully yeah. it involves uh, some 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 watch parties. Yes, and possibly uh, some other things. So yeah, can't wait, guys. Thank you so much for listening and supporting us here. Uh, we can't do this without you. So all you people, we love, love, love you at Poison Rana Pod, Twitter, Instagram, even TikTok for all the other stuff. Thank you so much. We love you. That's it. That's all. I myself, Brayden Harrington at the Brady Twitter, Instagram, and all that stuff. That's and- it. I am at David Portman, and as RYN says in the chat, let's go, Sami Zayn. Let's olé, go, Sami Zayn. He's, uh, he's, he was at the Habs, and he's got an honorary Hab shirt that they made for him. Amazing. Uh, That's pretty cool. Which is pretty good. Still not giving you permission to come home with a Canadian jersey. <laughs> no. maybe, yeah. a, maybe a Sami Zayn t-shirt, though. Honorary Hab. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's go, uh, Sami Zayn. Ole, 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 for sure. Take care. Goodbye. And be safe. Ahoy! Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.